0: Welcome to episode 220 of Manage the Wild. I'm your host, Nick Madsen. Today, we're going to talk about bear attacks. What happens and what are the requirements after a bear attack for biologists, wildlife managers, and all the different agencies? Because not all bear attacks require the same response. Not all animal attacks require the same response. And in this episode, we're going to talk about that. If you've come across the news lately, it doesn't matter your news source, there has been bear attacks seemingly going up. They're rising, it just seems like that. Or I'm more well-connected in the news lately, but it seems like to me there's more this year than there has been in the last few previous years. There's been attacks in Montana, Wyoming, uh, some in uh, Alaska, and now Banff National Park up in Canada. A couple was killed as they were doing a five-day trek. And there are requirements in each country has their own different requirements, as well as each agency that have their own requirements. And then the status, excuse me, the status of the animal, whether it's an endangered species, threatened species, those also have requirements that you have to go through as well. So a bear attack is reported, whether it's wilderness, whether it's in a campsite, whether it's in a home, The first thing that's going to go out is the call is going to be made and the biologist as well as wildlife officers in the area depending on state agencies sometimes law enforcement and biologists are the same they are going to go to that scene and they're going to immediately make sure the scene is safe they never want to start walking around just willy-nilly like nothing's going on because the bear the cougar the moose whatever wildlife it is maybe in the area that is the number one thing is your safety versus just walking into a scene being unaware whenever there's attack it doesn't matter whatever wildlife whether it's a goose a robin a swallow when you come into a scene they always have to make sure that their safety is number one priority they got to make sure the area is clear especially on a bear attack whether it's black bear brown bear grizzly bears polar bears the number one thing is to make sure the area is safe oftentimes in the back country there'll be uh, a bear report will have been made a bear attack and they'll go in and oftentimes the bear is still in the area whether it's still feeding on the people that it's killed or whether it's trying to still attack those people so those situations are very dangerous and oftentimes your close quarters you come around a bush or a tree and they're right there it's very intimidating living in Ketchikan Alaska I came around a walkway around and I had a bear within 10 feet rise up at me and bluff charge me it was the most intimidating and terrifying situation that I faced before so when they are coming into those areas their job is to make sure the area is safe sometimes When they come in on this situation and they find the people who have been attacked, the bear is still in the area. The bear is going to oftentimes protect its kill, not aware of their people. It's just food to them. And then so it's going to protect its kill. And oftentimes these situations force the officer to or biologist to make the decision and euthanize the animal for their own safety. Once you come into the scene and you make sure everything's clear, you now have to start getting your, you start have to communicate a lot, depending on the situation, depending on the species, depending on what's going on. I got called in on a cougar that was on somebody's doorstep. I go into this situation, make sure that it's safe. We end up locating the cougar, but I realized that I needed more help. So I start calling the other biologists. I start calling law enforcement because we got to make sure this is safe. I get a hold of dispatch and make sure that they are aware. So this is exactly what you're doing. You're communicating with your team. You often have a team in place for situations like this, whether it's a cougar, whether it's a bear a moose, there's a team ready to respond to these incidents. And oftentimes it will take a lot of people. If there is a bear attack that uh, happens in the backcountry, like in Bamp. These guys started hiking at ten. They didn't find the bodies until two a.m. You have to mobilize your team sometimes beforehand before you go in these situations if they're backcountry. So you're going to make sure you are working with everything, everybody available. Some of the challenges you face is agencies. Let's say your state, but yet this happens on federal ground. You also have to work with the feds. Let's have what if it happens in a national park? then you're working with biologists, law enforcement, as well as the national parks, and you've got to coordinate with a lot of people. Okay, here's where I'm not going to debate whether you think it should or shouldn't happen. If there is a bear attack and the bears attacked people and the people are killed, like in Canada, they oftentimes will go in and remove the bear, whether they kill it or they relocate it depending on the severity of the event. In this situation in Canada, they were forced because the bear was aggressive. They were forced to shoot the bear, but it depends on how the severity of the event. If you come around the corner like I did while hiking down the trail and you just startle the bear, the bear runs at you, knocks you over and takes off. Does that warrant a euthanization of that bear? Me, My personal opinion is no, it does not. But if a a bear comes in, a grizzly bear or a brown bear comes in, attacks a fisherman, kills him, starts eating his body, there's a situation there where you don't know if the bear has something wrong with it. Uh, And oftentimes, as they approach that 20-year mark, they start getting older, they start losing their teeth they start having a harder time moving, they start attacking easier prey, and yes, humans are a lot easier to tackle than an elk. So you may have more situations. So I'm not going to discuss whether or not we should. Oftentimes, I, I, I like that decision to be left in the field. And then if possible. You can leave it at a later date. Some of the bears that have gone in on attacks, they've had GPS callers, and they can decide whether, okay, this is the third time it's attacked somebody. Okay, three strikes, you're out. So there is that. But an investigation has to take place. So whether it is in Canada or Wyoming or Alaska, they're going to review and turn it into a crime scene if there is a major attack. If somebody just gets knocked over, because they came around a bend and the bear was scared, not necessarily gonna be an investigation. They're gonna look into the actions of the individual and they're gonna look into the actions of the bear and say, oh, this was an appropriate response. Situation that I know about, a guy was elk hunting. Uh, He was using a recurve bow and he was covered in elk urine and he was calling an elk, and a cougar stalked within 10 yards of him. He stood up, started waving at the cougar, hoping it would go away, and with his recurve, he killed it at less than 10 yards. They went in, and they had to do an investigation. One, you never want to kill wildlife unless you have a tag, or it's in self-defense. And so they have to make sure that the Uh, killing of the cougar was legitimate, just like whether you are fishing and a bear runs at you to try to steal your stuff. If you could reasonably have gotten away from the situation, not putting yourself in further danger, they need to know whether you made the right call or not. There's a video that's floating around um, of a guy walking down the trail and a cougar comes at him and he turns his He turns and faces the cougar and walks backwards. And the cougar keeps coming at him. Now, if the cougar would have gotten any closer, he would have been justified. One, it was videoed, which is always nice. But two, there was direct threat to him. And so the investigation would have shown that. So they need to do an investigation, but they're also not just investigating the people who are involved, but they're also looking at the wildlife. Was the animal injured? They're going to perform a necropsy. They're going to look at how old the animal was, wear and tear of the teeth. Was it injured? Was it sick? Try to find out the reason why it attacked humans, because attacking humans is not normal for them. We're not part of their, their prey picture, so to speak. They don't actively hunt us. And so when it does happen, we like to, to know why. So they are going to do a whole lot. Also. Public safety at this point is huge. And I think states are getting a lot better, not in, I think states are getting a lot better in making people aware. I think if you uh, go on Instagram and you watch the Taurus of Yellowstone, or what I think that's what it's called, they're just a bunch of idiots. People are just unaware all the time of what they're doing. And so they're putting out, states are, and the federal departments are putting out better information helping people become more aware of what they're supposed to do around bears if you see a bear don't run up to it back away from it try not to disturb it try not to make it feel threatened try to make yourself big and loud so it knows where you're at and it doesn't look at you as food after all of that then uh, they go through they're gonna look at the bear behavior analysis uh, a lot of the times the or sometimes they're going to have GPS collars and you can look at where this bear spends a lot of time. If it's around people, it's going to be more comfortable with people and obviously you're going to have more wildlife conflicts when they're around people. If that was uh, missing teeth and started to, to fall out and it was having trouble getting food, you can help understand there. And then documenting the situation. Let's say you're walking down a trail, you startle a black bear, it knocks you over and takes off, and then you don't document it. Three days later, another person comes around that same corner, runs into the bear, and the bear, instead of knocking them over, attacks them and kills them. There was no documentation to show that there might have been an aggressive bear. This is why reports are so important to wildlife agencies. They need to know if there was a aggressive moose in the area, aggressive cougar, aggressive elk, aggressive bear. And so they can start looking at these areas and be like, okay, we have a problem animal here. We need to move forward with whether we are going to haze it or remove it. And then they're going to look at their policies and procedures, looking at themselves saying, were we aware of any other incidences with this bear or cougar or moose? And they're going to make sure that their end is doing the best they could. There's a situation that happened in Utah quite a few years ago where a bear came into a campsite, pulled a child from a tent, and killed the child. And there was some procedures and policies that weren't very good at the time. They were aware that there had been a bear in the campground, but they didn't go around and notify people that bears had been in the area. They didn't have a whole lot of signs saying that there was bears in the area to make sure you pack your food comfortably. And after the bear attack, they didn't go around and notify people that it had actually happened. And so when you're dealing with these situations, there's a reason why there's a plan in place. There's a reason why all these things are in place to happen and the steps that they have to take. Now, the decision whether to kill the animal uh, on site or to remove it and place it elsewhere is a couple of things, whether the bear, the the level of aggression shown, the incident that they were involved in, whether there was a, a human mortality or not, and the number of incidences, those all play into whether they are euthanized or not all right you guys if you have any questions any else anything else let me know and uh that's all i got for today but when you're out in the wild be safe stay aware that uh bears are there wildlife is there they're dangerous they're not in parks hey again uh if you're in the wild or if you like going out in the wild get involved with all of your different agencies and organizations out there. I don't care who it is, but let's work with wildlife. Let's help protect those migration corridors. And if you like what you hear, go ahead and hit the like button, subscribe on uh, whatever platform you are listening to the podcast and YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. You guys have a great day. Stay wild.